let me let me just go ahead and say I had no intention of being emotional on this thing here called the internet. You know, <laughs> trust. When you do that, what what you do is you disarm the devil because this primary tool against the turn of God is shame and isolation. Really, the devil's tricks, bro. He has not changed. Literally, shame and isolation are are his tactics. So if he can do those two things, he's trying to rob you of peace. But when you now confess in the God, you confess to your tr- confess to your trusted community. Now you have the opportunity for peace. To- Welcome back to Urban Theology. Thanks for tuning in. This is a podcast brought to you by two millennial men who are brought together by the grace of God, and we're here to talk to you about everything from the ups, the downs, and the in betweens of this life. What's going on, my brother? Back at it again, huh? Back at it again. Here in work clothes, man. The hustle don't stop, man. Yeah, you look like an NBA player, man. You really got to get dressed up now. <laughs> yeah, man. First round pick, bro. First round pick. Hey, hey. Well, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be back. Let's go ahead and get the people what they signed up for. So I believe it's your go. Go ahead and uh, break open the podcast with prayer. So, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you just for another opportunity to get to come on this platform and talk about your word, talk about life, talk about faith and culture, and just the intersection of how you're involved in all things. Father, we just pray that today's episode would be encouraged, encouraging to the listeners as well as us, the, the host of the show. I pray that you'd bless the words that come out of our mouth. I pray that the meditations of our hearts, that what we say is pleasing unto you. And we just pray continued victory and peace for all the listeners that hear this episode. So, Father, we thank you. Let me give you glory for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So look, I just want to thank everybody that has stuck with us so far. Bro, we getting pressured, bro. Like people be hitting me up, like, yo, where's that urban theology? I'm like, fam, relax, man. We we got jobs, man. <laughs> hey, but I I thank God for everybody who has supported the podcast. Uh, we can't do this without you because honestly, we're not getting paid from this. We got uh, full-time jobs, we have uh, family, and your support helps us. Your support pushes us. Your support uh, makes Raheem call me and be like, yo, get up, bro. We got a pot. <laughs> no. Yeah, man. Yeah, so shout out to all of our supporters. That's real, man. Nah, we really appreciate all the love y'all been giving us since we came back. Man, we don't take it for granted, man. We love what we do. We love what we get to create for y'all. And- yeah, just keep us keep us pumped up, keep us in prayer, and just keep keep showing us love. Yes. So, bro, how have you been? What's been up since the last time we recorded? Bro, I've been good. Just busy. I would say I'm in a season of of movement between like work, the podcast, pre you know, premarital, you know, prepping for marriage. Just a lot, bro. Just a lot of stuff. And like it can be. It can be a little exhausting. We don't talk about that a lot. And we talked about that on our last episode. We talked about, you know, healthy habits and, you know, self-care, things like that. You know, I'm busy, but I'm blessed. You know, I'm, I'm busy, but I'm blessed. You know, just trying to find time to, to rest in God. Um, when I feel tired, I ask God for strength. I also um, try to be vulnerable and let others know, like, hey, I got a lot on my plate. Keep me in prayer, you know, because you know, this is real. You know, you need it. You don't want to run out of gas. but. I see you with the with the ash on your forehead. So you know what I'm saying, what's going on, bro? How you been, man? What's going on with you? Bro, um, so a lot of people don't know that I'm Catholic, right? Um, and I always tell people that I don't let 
my denomination get in the way of me worshiping. Um, so it, it always comes as a surprise because people are like, man, but I've seen you go to this church and I've seen you go to that church. And I've always told people, look, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm Catholic, but, you know, I have had people help me that were not Catholic. I've had people help me that have not been to a church, you know, so I, I, I don't look at that as something that limits my faith. Um, so, yeah, today is Ash Wednesday. It is a Lenten season and I'm giving up on secular music for some time. You know, I just want to have this time to just really get closer to God, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys a story, right? So story time, um, bear with me here. Um, my mother was upset with me. She's been upset with me for quite some time. And um, to put it just bluntly, um, she cursed me, not with the English language of, you know, curse words like that, but um, she was upset and she said something to me that carried weight like literal weight, like something that, you know, if I tell you, Raheem, hey, all the days of your life, you're going to look straight. You know, it's like, hey, why would you tell me that? You know, so it was something along the lines of that. And I told her, I said, hey, I will never forget this. I will never forget this. So it's an emotional day for me because I was thinking about how they, how, how you know, you start in Lent and they say to ashes, you shall return. Right. So the strongest people, the smartest people to ashes, you shall return, you know, the most proud people to ashes, you shall return. And I care about my soul, you know, and I was thinking to myself, man, I am holding on to this grudge and it's taken away from some of my peace, you know, because now I'm sitting here and I'm saying, yeah, I'm not going to call her. She cursed me. Yeah, I'm not going to call her. She going to feel this. Right. And I'm thinking about the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made for us. And imagine if he had that same mentality that I had. Thank God he didn't, you know, because after everything that I've done to offend God, God still offered up his only son for my sins. So I called my mom. I called my mom, man. I called my mom. And look, if anyone knows my mom, my mom is a typical evil woman. She doesn't know how to say I'm sorry, but I'm going to pack food though. You know, that's, that's one thing, you know, she'll say, Oh, you got, you got to stop by. You know? <laughs> yeah. So she didn't apologize, but I can tell you one thing that was a weight lifted off me. Um, I no longer have to hold this grudge against my mom. And I think sometimes we look at peace as something that, you know, it, it, it's something that has to be convenient, right? Like my mom definitely cursed me. I should be able to say, I'm protecting my peace. Yeah. 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 The world will tell you all of these catchy phrases, right? When we know that peace is not something that's convenient. People hurt you. People steal from you. People lie to you. And when you look them in the face and you show them love, they're surprised. They're like, what? And guess what? They steal from you again. <laughs> you know, you trust people again and, and, and they let you down again. You know, but I choose peace. I choose peace. So 
I, I kind of have, have tiptoed into what we're going to talk about today, and um, I'm, I'm going to open this up. So we want to talk about peace and purity. Um, these two, these two things complement each other. You know, um, when you are working on staying pure, right? And I think the key is staying pure, right? Because life is going to dirty you up, you know? So it's always working on staying pure because I, I don't know about you, bro, but, you know, this whole notion of perfection and, oh, I'm always going to be great. I don't know who, who, who has that. Even the greatest scholars, even the greatest disciples, you know, so the key is staying pure. Like it's a, it's a working progress, you know. So let let's go ahead and jump in that. Let's go ahead and jump in that. And I think the first question I'll ask you is: in this season that you're in, got a wedding you're planning. I see you with the tie on. You're you're a working man. You know, how are you staying pure? That is a super loaded question. Super, super, super loaded. But I would say in the most simple, simplest of ways, the way that I'm staying pure is I'm living a life of accountability and integrity. Like so I'm, I'm living a life with no closed doors. So what does that mean? Like I have an accountability group that I talk to about stuff. Um, obviously, like I go to therapy and counseling, which I've heard in previous episodes. I talk to my counselor about, you know, challenges, you know, things I'm dealing with, struggles. I'm accountable to God. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a lot of accountability. I'm accountable to my pastor. I'm accountable to my fiance, right? Um, my small group at church with the fellas. I'm accountable to you as well, bro. It's like, I'm, I have people in my business, right? And that's one of the ways that's helping me stay pure is because I have people that love me and care about me and they're holding me, they're holding me to what I say I want to be. Because yes. it's, you cannot do it on your own. That's where, like for me, I failed so much in the past maintaining purity because, and this is where we all get in trouble. We've all been there. You think you can do it on yourself. We think being a Christian is just me and God. It's just me and Jesus. It's just me and the Lord Jesus. No, it's you, him, and the people, the church, the people he's placed around you. It's you, God, and his people. That's the only way you're called to live this Christian life. And that, that's part of like maintaining purity. If you want to maintain a lifestyle of purity, man, you just need people that are, one, that are living the same way as you, people that can encourage you. Because that's big. I don't know about you, bro. I'm big on affirmation. I didn't realize that. I'm really big on words of encouragement. Like when people remind you, bro, you got this. Bro, no. Oh, you, this, you, bro, you said this is what you were going to do. I'm, come on, bro. I got you. You can do it. You know what I'm saying? People spur yeah. you on the, to, to, to do what you said you were going to do. Like for me, that does wonders for me because it reminds me of like, okay, this is why I said I wanted to do this. So for me, man, the biggest thing I would say that's keeping me in this journey of purity, how I maintain it in this season is accountability. And the funny thing about yeah. accountability too, accountability isn't just someone you confess sin to when you mess up. That's not, we mix it, we mix it up where accountability is like, oh, I mess up, then I tell you. Accountability works when, you call this person before the mess up and they help divert you from messing up. That's mm -hmm. true and proper accountability. That's like saying, oh, we, we, we're going to get on this diet. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do this. And then I'm struggling to eat a cheeseburger. 
Hey, bro, <laughs> I know, I, I know, I know. I said I was gonna be healthy, but bro, I'm struggling so bad. I'm craving a cheeseburger, and that's why your bro talks to you off the ledge. Like, come on, bro, get a smoothie instead. And you're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get the smoothie instead. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And what did you? And right there, that's it. So that's what I've been doing. But what about you? How are you in this season right now? How are you working, to maintain purity? What's helping you to stay, stay on the pathway of purity? Oh right? man. This, this this is a tough one. This is a really tough one because I think I've been I've been holding on to this personal detail. Um, one because it's 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 kind of ongoing. But look, I have laid everything at the foot of Christ. You know, um, so the podcast. I don't think they know. They might have a clue, but I don't think they know that I'm no longer engaged, you know? And um, when you talked about the people around you, when I tell y'all Raheem laid hands on me last episode, you know, because it was so much, it was, it was such a heavy weight for me to bear. Um, and this topic of staying pure, the world has so many labels they want to apply to you, you know? And if I'm being honest, in this situation, the man never looks good. Oh man, I'm getting it the worst. The man never looks good. You did what? How could you rob her off this? Hey, I am the stick up kid who, you know, held somebody at gunpoint and said, Hey, do this with me. And now I changed my mind, you know? So this topic is, is very timely. Um, and I'll revert back to what Raheem said the people around you. I believe in God. I pray to God. But because of my flesh and because of the flaws of the flesh, sometimes I like when somebody prays with me, prays over me. Sometimes I like when somebody says, hey, look, this is a tough time, but you're going to get through this. And that's what I've had. I've had friends. I've had family. Um, I've even had strangers, people that I work with, give me a good word. So how I've been trying to stay pure is to make sure I'm not idle, but to also make sure I'm doing things that are to the glorification of God. So um, I'm coaching my nephews, right? I'm teaching them how to play basketball. Um, you know, God has coined, Jesus has coined a uh, kids as the greatest in the kingdom right so i'm hanging out with kids more and the things they're telling me i'm, I'm laughing more I'm, I'm having more joy i'm serving more i'm volunteering more you know I, I i'm giving more you don't see what i'm giving but i am giving more and there's a joy that i'm getting from that uh, i am praying more it has been tough to pray you know it's been really tough to pray because You've been praying for this, this dream, this goal, something you think you want, and it is snatched away from you. I wanted to be married, you know? So it's tough because I'm like, oh, God, I've been praying about this. Why would you take this from me? So how can I come here and start praying about, all right, God, I know you didn't want me to have this, but I'm good. So it's been tough. So... Hey, and I've been podcasting. But that, that's how I've been staying pure, bro. That's how I've been staying pure.
I know it's tough, man. If y'all can see, man, it's, it's getting a little, little emotional, bro. I just want to remind you, bro, I love you. God loves you. And like one of the biggest lies of the enemy is to always try to hit us with shame and, and failure, right? That's one of the biggest things the devil tries to use over us, right? We see that from the beginning of time. It's he's always trying to shame God's children when we feel like we fall short, but it's all cat. Yeah, we're, we're all yeah. Like, like God loves us. There's nothing we could ever do where he will turn his back on us, right? So I want to encourage you and remind you, bro, you're loved. The devil is a liar. You are a successful, mighty man of God. God yeah. loves you. You're a man of valor. You're a man of integrity. You're a man of honor. You're a man of truth. That is who yeah. you are. Hey, thank you, bro. And uh, let me let me just go ahead and say I had no intention of being emotional on this thing here called the internet. You know, <laughs> it's all good. Let it out, brother. Let it out, man. <laughs> hey, when I let it out, it's, hey, it sounds like a 1970 Toyota Corolla. Like it, it's a muffler. <laughs> Oh man. So yo, let's uh let's stay in tune. Um speaking of purity, uh you spoke a little bit about the devil and his intent with purity and how um you know you said something to me when we lack purity and and sin robs you of peace. So that was something you said to me, and I I think the podcast could benefit from you expounding on that yeah man so there's what i've learned is right there's this link that we have right sin is sin right sin is sin but there's something you there's something unique about sexual sin that the devil knows that if he can get you whether it's pornography or it's like promiscuity like you sleeping around and stuff with people that you're not married to he knows if he can get you in that 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 repeated pattern, especially if you're a child of God, if you're a believer, or if you or if you fall or you struggle that area, he's like, "I bet." Now, when you're in church, you can't worship. Mm-hmm. Worship is so burdensome; you can't do it. Now you can't pray; it's hard; it's burdensome, right? When you when you try to read your Bible, you don't you don't you you, you lack peace, right? You're just you're so weighed down. When you're at church, you just you feel like people are gonna find you out. Like, oh, are they gonna know I slept with somebody I shouldn't have slept with last night? Are they gonna know I watched porn last night? Are they gonna know I mastered? You know what I'm saying? There's this lack of peace that you that you don't have in the presence of God. And and really, what he's trying to do is he wants you to run away from God. Yep. Right? And that's and that's really the power of this sin, of this particular sin, is that it uniquely looks to rob you of your peace, keep you in shame, and keep you isolated from God. So when, you, when you're lacking in the area of purity or you're struggling, it's robbing you of peace. So now the question is, how do I get my peace back? How do I protect it, right? So that's where I just want to encourage anyone, if you're struggling in this area, man, the most powerful way to get your peace back is confession. Confess to God and also confess to people that you love and trust. When you do that, what what you do is you disarm the devil because his primary tool against the children of God is shame and isolation. Really, the devil's tricks, bro, he has not changed. Literally, shame and isolation are are his tactics. 
So if he can do those two things, he's trying to rob you of peace. But when you now confess in the God and you confess to your tr- confess to your trusted community, now you have the opportunity for peace to return. Because now when you worship, it's like I confess that already. Jesus died for that. So what are you what are you talking about, bro? When the devil tries to, but oh boy, yeah. but but you did this yesterday, but you did that last week. Guess what, bro? That was covered on the cross. So what are you talking? What are you what are you talking about right now? So when you yeah. do that, you're reclaiming your peace. You're reclaiming uh-huh. your authority as, as a believer. So I want to encourage y'all, confess your sin to God, not only, but also confess to those you love and trust. That's how you regain your peace. That's how you get it back. Because I know people want to know, like, what are the keys? How do I get it back? That's how you get it back. Hey, and I want to make sure people understand. It's not about what you struggle with. It is about how much you struggle with giving in to that thing. Right. So you got to understand, I don't want people to listen to this and think that we're saints. Okay. Um, But we strive to be better. Right. So if you have a problem eating cookies and you say, well, I got a problem. Everyone has that problems. Like, what what can I do? I'm just going to keep eating the cookie versus if you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to put the cookie all the way up on the top of the uh, top of the cabinet because I know I can't reach it as easily. Then when you start reaching for that and you figure out, okay, now I got the step stool. All right. You know what? I'm going to put the cabinet in another room because I know, hey, I can't get into that room. Then when you figure out how to tap into that lock, you say, you know what? I'm actually going to stop making cookies because I know if I make the cookies, I'm going to have the cookie, you know? So these are progressions and it would be great if we can just hit the flip the switch. Right. And I want to challenge everybody because sexual impurity is something that we have come so lackadaisical with. Right. It's just like, it is what it is. And let me tell y'all men and women, you know that you don't want kids. So you will put on that condom. You know that you don't want kids, and excuse my language, but you will pull out. So there's something going on in here where you have power over something that you don't want. So when you're telling yourself, oh, I can't say no, you're lying to yourself and you're giving the devil power because you know there's so many people that just through friends, it's like, oh no, I wouldn't let that happen. Oh, I would stop this. And it's like, why do you get there? Because there is a consequence that you can see versus the consequence of your father in heaven being upset with you. And you can't see that. You can't feel that. But if there's a kid in place, you're like, Ooh, I don't want that. You know, you know, another thing, bro, that I, that I realized this actually just popped up into my head. A, 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 the big reason why we struggle and why we fall into sexual sin sometimes, not sometimes majority of the time is we're trying to fill legitimate needs illegitimately Mm. so a lot of times a lot of times we have deep emotional emotional needs right so whether i feel lonely right i feel lonely so because i feel lonely if i'm in the arms of a woman that finds me attractive and we have sex that feels my emotional my emotional feelings but it it doesn't because now whatever was there is still there Yes. And then, and then on the other side, okay, I feel, I mean, I'm in bed in the middle of the night, you know, it's demon time. 
I'm a little, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little, I could be a little horny or I could just feel some type of way. We all got smartphones, pornhub.com. Yep. Before you know it, you're down, you're down the rabbit hole, right? And you're, uh-huh. So, so a, a lot of times we lack this honesty with ourselves and getting to the root of, okay, why do I fall into sexual sin? Why do I look at pornography? Because I was there. And, it, and the most uncomfortable thing is when you really figure out what it is. For me, I realized it was this lack of emotional detachment. So everything from like abandonment from my father, my mom, you, you having a Nigerian mom, emotionally, our mothers love us, but there's some areas going on in Nigeria can make you hard. So there were some things emotionally I didn't get. And as you kind of go, the enemy, the enemy knows what you're missing and he, he tries to tempt you with things to try to feel what you're, you're missing. So I just kind of wanted to add that in there. Part of what will allow you to have victory is when you understand what is the root of why you fall. Like, what is it linked to? Is it something, some level of abandonment or something, you know, something that's happened in your past? And that's the hard work a lot of us avoid because when you come face to face with that, you realize like, okay, this is why I do this. So I just wanted to add that, bro. Yeah. No, I mean, that 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 is that that is great. Awesome. So let's move on to how we can protect our purity Um, because like i said before um, this is something that we've all fallen short in um, but you can't stay there you know once you fall short you can't stay there and and then the devil will give you a tempur-pedic mattress once you fall short there like hey get comfortable it's okay rest (laughs) Yeah. You know, but you have to get up from that comfort. You know, so how do we once we get up, then say, okay, how, how can we protect our purity? Man, so this is this is gonna make a lot of people uncomfortable, but Jesus said it, and I I'll admit it took a lot for me to get to this point. I didn't get here overnight. I did, your boy had to go through a lot to get to this point, but there's this illustration where Jesus uses where he says, if, you're, uh, if your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. Yeah. And I believe it's if, you're, if it's your left hand causes you to sin, cut it off. For it's, it's far better for you to enter the kingdom of heaven with those things missing. People think, oh, Jesus wants me to take my eye out or cut my hand off. No. <laughs> Jesus was big on using analogies and parables yeah. to, ex- to explain kingdom truths. So the whole concept is, if you really want to protect your purity or you want to, or you want to really live as you're called to live, you gotta, you gotta get desperate and cut some things off. I'm going to give you guys some two practical examples of my life, right. That, that have, that have worked for me over these last seven months. I'm here to say by God's grace, I have not masturbated or watched pornography in the last seven months. So praise mm. God for that. Praise God. Um, bro. Praise God. But, but you have to be uncomfortable. What I mean by that is I give you an example. So for example, my phone, right. My fiance has the passwords to, to my phone. The lo- like I have, an, I have an iPhone. So the, all that stuff locked on my phone. So I literally cannot view pornography. Even if I wanted to, I don't know the password to my iCloud account. Mm. If it was just, for example, and this is where we mess up. We think, oh, like kind of like that analogy you give about the cookies and all that stuff. It's like, you have the key to the door. I can just yeah. reset the password yeah. and go look at whatever. <laughs> yeah. whatever I, yeah. it's, like, yeah. it's like the door, the door's kind of open. It's kind of open. Yeah. Like, like we, so we deceive we deceive ourselves thinking like oh like, and that's enough. Like no, you really gotta get uncomfortable. So so me doing that is creating a level of defense where like okay I have no I literally have no access to it. I cannot get to it even if I 
even if I, I wanted to. And that's a level of seriousness that you have to take, right? So whether that's someone you trust, one of your boys, he needs to have the password and the pins to your phone. Like you, to this point, cannot trust yourself. And that's yeah. where we, we fall short. Is we don't have a level of self-realization of like, I can't trust myself. I can't. And you know what? When you get to that point, that's where God can help you. Because then you're like, okay, let me talk to someone else. Hey, can you lock my phone up for me? You can, have, I trust you. You can have the passwords and, and stuff to my phone. That will create a way that you can maintain purity um, from looking at pornography. Now, in a practical sense, if you're struggling with sleeping with someone or the same person, yada, yada, whatever, I'm going to just keep it a buck with you. What you need to do is you need to delete that number. Mm. I, I know your yeah. flesh is going gonna, gonna to kill you. It's going to kill your flesh. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you've been, you've been, you've been clapping them cheeks and, and, and you don't want to let it go. It's going to kill you. But guess what? Would you rather die that way? Or would you rather, you know, give it up for God and know that God is going to help you out and God is going to reward you if you just say, you know what, God, enough is enough. So let's just keep it a buck. You got to delete that number. Or if, it, or if it's changing your number, go to extreme. Take yeah. your number, erase something. You, you gotta you gotta cut it off. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. those are the two the two practical ways that you can maintain purity. It's it's very hard, but you yourself, whoever you are, you gotta look in the mirror and do it. But what do you think about those, bro? What do you think about those examples? And what are you doing additionally for yourself to protect your purity? Uh, bro, I think I think that's solid advice. Um my my opinion on this is. You got to shame the devil by confessing your sins. Um, look, you're celebrating seven months. I'm celebrating going on a month. You know, and it's something about confessing to somebody that just opens up the reality behind what you're doing. Uh, look, I have no excuse. I can sit here and tell you I was in pain. I didn't have anybody to look to. I felt lonely. But those are all just excuses, you know. And I remember, because you told me you were six months in, I think, at a previous podcast. And I looked at you and I I told you that I was struggling, you know. Um, well, and I'm not even going to lie. I don't think I even came out and said that I was struggling. But I, my body language said, hey, bro. I'm struggling, you know? So um, after that, you checked up on me. You checked up on me one one evening or something like that. And it, it just, I felt triumphant because I was like, man, I think I'm, I think I said, I'm like a week. I'm, I'm, I'm a week out, man, you know? And me confessing that, it felt like I put a target on my back. Uh, but sometimes you need people to check in on you. Like you said, you can't do everything by yourself. And that's a mistake that we make. And when we try to do things by ourselves, we try to hide from the creator. You know, it's like, oh, hey, I did this. And um, let me just try and fix this on my own. Uh, I don't need to tell God, but God already knows. And I would love to see the laughter we provide God when we try to hide things that he already knows, you know? Um, I, th I think I could say we've all been there, try to hurry up and clean up. Hey, nobody see this. You uh, <laughs> be scorping. Del delete browser, delete browser, close out. <laughs> we've all, we've all, all, all the things that we do 
because we don't want nobody to know. And God is just looking at us like, look at this, look, look at this idiot. I wonder if there's yeah. reality TV channel in heaven and God just like, if, you, if you only knew what I knew. <laughs> yeah, man. So I would say confess, confess, you know, confess to your partner, confess to the people you're harming too. That's another thing. You are harming people that love you. You think this is just a one-way street. Oh, this is just about me. You are harming people that love you. You know, so confess to those people. Uh, and, 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 and look, it might be tough. They might need a break. But the Bible says that love is long-suffering and kind. And this is not a crutch. This is not to say that, you know, if you're in a toxic relationship, you just got to stay. You just got to No, 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 no. That's not a crutch. But if that person loves you and they can see that you are trying to make a change, this isn't forced, right? Because you do have that a lot, right? Where other people, your partner tries to force you to stay pure. If you're a partner and you're trying to force your partner to stay pure, he or she is going to lie to you, tell you that they're staying pure, but it's not going to work. I'm trying to tell you, it has to come from within. And there's something we both missed on, but God will help us. A big thing too is the Holy Spirit will, will meet you when you humble yourself. I know oh, yeah. the biggest thing that we miss is that God will help us if we humble ourselves before God. Oh, yeah. If you humble yourself before God, there's nothing you cannot do. The spirit will empower you to walk in a manner that's worthy and pleasing to God. Because oh, yeah. God, God honors that. God sees that, oh, this one really, he's, he's really trying. You know what? Not that it's, your, it's not that you try your strength, though. It's not your strength, but it's, he says, okay, let me just, uh, my spirit is what will, what will sustain you. That is what will keep you. But God honors that. At least you've taken that first step. It's just to take the step. He will honor the rest. I just want to encourage y'all. Just take the step. Take the step to, to honor God with your body, your thoughts, your mind. I'm telling you, God will meet you. He will meet you where you are. Yeah, I, I agree. And another thing I will say is find your mountain. Find your mountain. You know, in the Bible, uh, Jesus went to the mountain to pray. Um, the mountain signifies stability signifies peace. Um, and I will also say the mountain is something that God created, right? So you're seeing this, uh, just, just, you're seeing that God has no limits, you know, and the mountain doesn't have to be a physical mountain either. You know, this could be, hey, that place where once you go, there's silence, you could close your, close your closet door, you close your bathroom door, um, it, it, it's a place where it's just you and God. And bro, I'm telling you, man, I've, I've had moments this year where I've prayed and I don't even have the energy to move. I just sit silent. You know, I just sit silent and it's something that is just so peaceful. And I'm not even asking God for anything. I've already prayed and I'm just like, man, this is, this, this is my place of peace. Bro, it's, it's, bro, I'm so glad you shared that too. I'm in a season now where I'm just thanking the Holy Spirit for just the big wins and the small wins. Like, like if I ask God for something simple and it happens, I just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Like, Lord, thank you for yeah. just, for coming through. I think we have this, 
idea of that God is God is not concerned with the little things. Like, no, God wants you to consult him even on those little things, even those small wins, like just give him praise for it. And that's it's oh, yeah. really just the, it's the energy, it's the engine, is what is is praise and thanksgiving. That's what that's what keeps us. That's the engine, you know. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Ooh, all right, man. Look, I I, I think we've given the listeners it's a it's a it's a short but powerful episode you know and i can't wait till this goes out you know because i know in my heart that somebody is going through something is going to listen to this and they're going to be motivated to step out of that comfort that the devil has provided you know that false sense of comfort that comfort of you continuing to walk in impurity you know, so I, I I can't wait, bro. I can't wait, man. It's, this is definitely going to bless someone, and I think a big thing me and Tobey are really about is exposing the lies of the enemy. That's really what yeah. he's called us to do, especially with this podcast, is is to challenge the the culture, to challenge the ideas and the mindsets, and a lot of the things that the enemy is pushing through the culture. We're here to combat that with just truth, honest conversation, and the word of God. Like that's that's what we're about. Yes, sir. Well, hey, let's go ahead and let the people know where they can find us. And, you know, stay tuned. If you're somebody who leaves a podcast earlier, shame on you, because we do have our uh, scripture of the podcast episode coming up. But if you're looking for us, and you should be, truly, you know, uh, you can find us on Instagram at urban theology underscore. You can also check us out um, via all streaming platforms. That is Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon got a streaming platform. You can find us there. And if we're some, and if we're not somewhere that you frequent, please let us know. We love the feedback. Um, and speaking of feedback, please also leave us a rating. You can leave us a rating on the Apple Podcast platform, um, preferably five stars. But if not, uh, DM us first so we can make it right. <laughs> but yes, sir. no, we man, look, we love the support. That's how we see the support. So please continue to just uh, spread the podcast. Thank you to Light. Light is the one who is behind our social media, uh, all, all the imagery you see. I mean, I can't, I, 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 without Light, hey, it would be very dark. I will say that, you know. And, Literally, man. Yeah, and if you're looking for me, one half of the podcast, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at longlivetobe. So I'm I'm gonna throw in a shameless shameless plug here. Um, you, it's I, not I'm shameless gonna, at this point yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're getting I'm married, sh- dog. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give y'all a page to, to follow. Shameless plug. If y'all need balloons, my wife to be, she does balloons and all that good stuff. Shout out Fumi. Uh, you can follow her at Balloon Show. That's B A L L O O N S H O underscore for all your balloon needs, baby showers parties whatever you got going on yeah go there so that's that's my that's my that's my social media shout out for today hey and i i love this transformation i'm seeing in you because to be honest it's 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 moving from me to we you know it's moving from me to we and that is what marriage is about now I mean, there's no manual on this. It's not as if you have to do everything. Hey, there's no manual on this, you know. Well, no, in in terms of social media and things, 
you know, there, there, there's, there's no manual on, on, on social media etiquette, but um, I love that for you because I think it's, it's a deeper relationship, you know? Um, so yeah, I love that for you. So let's go ahead and share the scriptures that we uh, saved to uh, go ahead and close out the, the podcast. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, man, this is one I've been marinating on for a little bit. It's from Psalm 101, verse 3. Um, and this, this runs perfectly for today's episode. And it says, I will not set, I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. But I'm going to focus on the first part, right? So part of making this commitment and saying you want to stay pure is part of it is you have to to make the choice in your heart and mind to say that you will not set your eyes on anything that is worthless. So part of that means, that means I can't, there's certain movies I can't watch. Like you have to censor yourself. That's me. Hey. There's certain shows I just can't watch. Not because there's I'm certain, There's certain concerts that you can't go to. <laughs> hey, hey, Beyonce, no Beyonce, 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 hey. message, message. But uh, let me stop, let me stop. Hey, um, I ain't want to say no names. Hey, hey, hey. But no, like there's certain things, certain things I can't, music I can't listen to. There's certain shows I can't watch. There's certain places I can't be. Like if you invite me to a day party or a nightclub, I'm sorry, I can't go. Well, obviously I'm about to be a married man, but there's no reason for me to be there. I have no, nothing in common with the people that are there, right? What so, if there's Jalof? I can't, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I can't. I can't. But the... But the whole premise is, is making this commitment to say that your eyes, right, you're not going to put them and waste them on things that are worthless, things that don't honor God, things that are not aligned with who God is calling you to be, right? So that first step is making that commitment, saying, God, with my heart and my eyes, I will not look towards anything that is worthless. So I hope that's encouraging for somebody out there. Man, thank you for sharing that. So I'm up next. And I'm going to share a scripture from the gospel. So it is from the book of Luke, chapter 6, verse 12. And it says, Now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. So this person in question is Jesus Christ. Jesus went to the mountain and for an entire night, he just prayed. You know, and I think sometimes we forget the power of just prayer, right? Um lay every problem you have to God in prayer. It doesn't matter what it is. Hey, my tooth is aching me. Oh man. Hey, look, my AirPods stopped working. You cannot put a limit on what God can do. Oh, I don't have the strength to get up today. Oh, my coworker, we are, we're not getting along. I'm trying to tell you that you don't know what God could do in your life. And I am here to testify that just going to God in prayer, you don't know what he's working on in the background. And this is the first time I'm saying this, but, you know, I started the year believing that I was going to get married two months in. I am now an owner of a barbershop. What the world? I, like what? Bro, I'm, this is, I just found this out today. These are things that I didn't even dream about. You know how you have your New Year's resolutions and it's like, oh, hey, I'm going to go pray. Go pray and give God time. And what is time? Time is something that it, it isn't, 
a, a, a unit of measurement for God, right? It's not like, oh, I'm going to give God six months. I'm going to give God two months. No, just give God time because God's time is not measured in the way we measure time. Go to, go to your mountain. Have that solitude and just pray. If you can pray all night, hey, more power to you. But even if you could, even if, even if you are praying for 10 minutes, but it's a it's a time where the phone is shut off. It's a time where you're not getting distracted by just noise. It's a time where you don't have to uh, worry about, oh, it's my lunch break and I got to get go to your mountain and pray. So that's 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 the uh, passage I wanted to share. Luke six, verse 12. Man, that's good, bro. That's real good, man. Appreciate you sharing that, man. And congrats, hey, man. Thank you, bro. LLC. I see you, bro. I see you, King. Bro, it, it's so brand new. This is something I found out today, so I don't even know how I'm going to operate this, but I trust God, you know, so more to come on that, more to come on that. Um, but look, thank you all for uh, sharing this podcast, for tuning in. We hope that this podcast has um, helped you in some way, shape, or form. And we are going to stay consistent. We're going to stay consistent. So this is episode three of season five. Um, stay tuned for episode four. Stay tuned for everything that we have uh, coming along. I've, I've had people asking us for merch. I'm like, hey, calm down now. You know, we, we, we do got to, somebody's getting married. Somebody's about to get a barbershop. But I will say that we are so excited to serve you all. And we appreciate y'all and we love y'all, man. Yes, sir. So, hey, episode three, season five. Thank you again. Everybody stay blessed. Peace. Peace.